First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Andrew, uh, give me a little background on this next uh, this next issue here. So yesterday it was announced that the Urban Renewal Agency was going to be selling or has sold pending Utica Common Council approval. It was nice to see a, uh, a building sale without controversy in Utica. Well, Wrong. Well, what, wait a minute. What, what don't I know? Back so, up the truck. This building, the Northland, former Northland Communications building, uh, it's 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 an interesting real estate uh, piece of real estate. Well, there were, there were, there's more than one owner, right? Right. That- so there's three parcels that are actually underneath the building. So the building was built on three parcels that the lot lines were never merged. Okay. So Vincent Bailey was one of the owners. Uh, Bank of America, when they closed down their operations, deeded the por- their portion of the building to the city of Utica for a dollar, and one of the other portions the city took in foreclosure. So there was three portions, and uh, Vincent Bailey owned one of them. The city of Utica owned the other two. A portion of that building was taken by eminent domain. I was going to say, I thought that was eminent domain, not foreclosure. Well, right. They had acquired a- another parcel via for- a foreclosure. So they took Mr. Bailey's uh, by eminent domain, and their argument was that it was not marketable due to the fact that Mr. Bailey owned one-third of this building, or 20% of it. So the eminent domain process happened. Um, the city took control. Uh, went up. They on had the, to pe- pay him, though, right? Yes. Yeah, you don't Fair market value. Uh, he's arguing, and he has a good case for the fact that he was well, uh, was well under what the fair market value for the portion was. And um, the building was then put up on the Urban Renewal website, minimum bid of $600,000, and it was sold to uh, Mr. Pezzolanella for $400,000. And that was the announcement that came yesterday. All right. Uh, and Vincent Bailey's on the line right now. Uh, Vince, good morning. What can you tell us? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I think you summed it up, you know, pretty well. Um, it's just uh, originally... The city had planned to take the parking that, you know, was and should be associated with that building, which is, you know, currently owned by the Pezzanellas. Uh, and they said that that was a major reason why they chose uh, the Pezzanellas to, you know, buy, yeah. to sell it to them. Because, in ju- in just to, to expand on what, what Vincent's saying is that, uh, the portion in between the city owned, or actually on the up, so Mr. Bailey owned the portion of the building that was in between several parcels that the Pezzolanellas already own that's just surface parking on Court Street and then wraps around to Cornelia and the city owned properties. So it was the two the two parcels of the building that Palm, uh, the city owned, I said Paul Mary, that the city owned, then Mr. Bailey's, then the Pezzolanella portions that were for parking. So, uh, Vincent, you feel you got screwed in this deal? Yeah, more or less. I mean, they they weren't operating, you know, with good intentions. Uh, who's they? The city. Yeah. The city, Pezzanella. Well, kind of I, I, listen, if I'm Pezzanella and I'm given an opportunity, I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah. I don't. I I feel like it's yeah. It's not fair to blame them. It's like somebody who's who's making a great salary. <laughs> We can hate him for it, but the reality is I'd take that too, right? Can, can, can I ask you this? W- w- was there ever an option for you to buy the remaining 80% of the building? No, I tried to. I you know, expressed interest in it. That's why I came to acquire the piece that I came to acquire. 
and have is it publicly known, or will you say what you were paid for your twenty percent of a building that they sold for four hundred thousand dollars? I was paid forty four thousand. So that's about that's wow. about twelve percent of so eleven percent well, of even the actual still, building sale. Even still, the and and I'll and I've got a story that's going to be going up on the website shortly that will hopefully include the appraisal that Mr. Bailey sent. There was an appraisal done prior to Urban Renewal's taking of the property before before the, it went to eminent domain, and the appraisal for the building and the three parcels was one million dollars. Twenty percent of one million is two hundred thousand. Hmm, that's interesting. Additionally, the uh, personnel has made me an offer on my. Uh, portion kind of before this started, mm-hmm. and they offered me one hundred and fifty thousand. And you know, he said, "Listen, you can either take my offer, or uh, the city will take your property, and then I'll buy it." And, wow. Well, I guess he wasn't wrong. Yeah, so I was they, say so they knew a... that they knew that the city would, or was he just giving you what I he he, he believing and and feeling like the city will just take your your property through eminent domain. Or do you feel like he had inside information that he knew that's what would happen? Um, yes. Okay. To the latter. I mean, additionally, I had a meeting with uh, the city's attorney and the mayor, uh, Paul Mary. Mm-hmm. And in that meeting, I set the meeting up because I wanted to talk about my interest in buying the rest of it and developing it and, you know, showing that I was, you know, capable and fully willing to do so. But, you know, during that meeting, they didn't want to hear anything about that. They wanted to talk to me about me selling their, them my portion. And after a little bit, I, you know, tried to make it clear that I, I didn't have any interest in doing that. Um, and that I had already received an offer from Pazanella, to which I didn't seem surprised. And then they told me that I should just sell it to them, mm. to Pazanella. And I said, well, you're telling me that you can't sell me the rest of the building because that would be illegal because you don't own the whole thing. So how would it help you guys out if I sold it to Pazanella? Right. Why would that be legal? Right, because they, well, as Mr. Bailey is saying, it sounds like they fully intended to just turn around and sell him the other two portions of that property, the two parcels on the property. Well, I, uh, Vincent, I would, I would say that uh, we'll get Mayor Palmieri on on Monday morning to, to discuss this. Um, but that's a joke because that's never going to happen. But we'll try. <laughs> Thank you for that joke. So, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bailey, let but me ask we'll you a question. Try. We will try. Did you fight this in court and lose or did you not put up a fight? That's a very good point because the reality is this has to be any eminent domain action has to be argued in court and then approved by a judge. It doesn't need to be argued, but yes, I did argue that they did not, um, you know, have the proper footing to use eminent domain in this case simply because they had no public use. Right. They took it and just sold it. This was for a real estate transaction that does not better the entire community. Well, you could make that argument, and that argument was made with the hospital, too, if you remember. That was one of the uh, contentions on eminent domain being used for the hospital is that this isn't a public, this isn't the, the uh, a government entity that's taking a property. This is MVHS, which is a private entity. That was, remember how that was being argued. The same thing would be thought of here, but, yeah, but, but you could argue that, that a developer developing a property would be for the betterment of the, uh, of the municipality. 
Uh, that's a stretch. I mean, a, a public hospital is one thing. For this guy to open up a private business, which he's done many times, as Mr. Bailey pointed out, the Pezzolanellas do great, great things. I mean, Ocean Blue, mm-hmm. you name the properties, the burger joint, the lofts, they do great things. But that's a stretch to, to be used in an argument for eminent domain that, hey, we feel it's in the best interest to give it to this developer. That That's, well, that's a stretch that any, on using eminent domain. How, yeah, but I would ask, how is that any different than when Donald Trump had the benefit of eminent domain in order to develop uh, a hotel or something. How is that any different? Has that well, happened? Yeah, Where the there, government there took property stories. for him? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't for think that's, that's wrong. But so this went to court. Are you saying this went to court? And, and can you explain what the – obviously, we know what the judge ruled, but explain the well, explanation first, from the judge. Explain that yeah. but and comment on what we were just talking about. It sounded like you wanted to comment on that. Yep. So – uh, we did go to court. It goes to in front of a um, panel of five judges. Mm-hmm. And our argument was that they didn't have, you know, a proper reason to use eminent domain because mm-hmm. they never disclosed what their public use or benefit would be. I can agree with you guys that, you know, um, development of property can, you know, benefit the community. Correct. That's but my. They yeah. didn't disclose what you know, what the development was right. prior to. Um, so you feel that this is, what you're explaining is that the, the mayor has favored developers that he, that he works with, and Pezzanella is one of them, and you feel that they this was going, no matter what you proposed, this was going to happen. It's not so much that I feel that, which I do, but I was told that by Pezzanella himself. What did he so say to you? Not, Specifically, what so he, this is when, when he know, said that you either sell or the city's going to take the property. He told you that. And sell it to him is what he said. Yeah. All right. You know, and, and again, I, I don't have any inside information. This is totally me just reading what one person said in the story. But it actually sounds like Francis was trying to trying to give you at least close to fair market I don't value think this for that property. This is probably his dad. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Wh- whoever it was was actually trying to do it the right way instead of he- – he's saying, look, I'm, I'm trying to give you a, a fair amount of money for this building. If you don't take the money, the city's just going to come in and, and give you peanuts for it. I'm, I'm, be- I'm g- giving you a fair offer. Really consider this. Is that kind of what his offer was? I don't know. I believe there's no right way to do a wrong thing. Well, because so, that's the the reality is there's a way. He offered you one fifty, you got forty four. But the, it sounds like he was trying to help you out true. a little bit. That's you know? why I I I don't blame the personalities. Neither this, do I, because they're just doing they're they're doing they have an opportunity. But right. what Vincent, what you're saying though is there's a process by which this is supposed to be done. Right, and that and it should be fair and open and not determined before the process begins. And you're saying you do not believe that process was followed. Correct. And not to mention, the Urban Renewal Agency website and Facebook page, and I know because I just pulled it up, it's still there, has each of their properties a listing price and a minimum bid price. And the minimum bid on the Northland Communication property is $600,000. All right. So, uh, Vincent, Monday we're going to try to get somebody in from the city to talk about this, okay? All right. All right. Thank you. Maybe you can be available for that on Monday, too. Yeah. I'll let you work that out with uh, with Andrew. Thank you so much, Vincent. So, it, I, yep. I appreciate it. Thank you. Do you know, is this what happened with the MVHS 
uh, where the downtown the downtown hospital. Well, be. it went to a five panel judge there board. Is, first of all, I don't think the there hasn't uh, been the, any eminent that hasn't done happened yet. yet. These are the properties that are in question involving the garage. Okay. One of them being well, the one that uh, Brett Truitt purchased and said, I'm purchasing this to send the, the, the process into. Lawsuit. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm, I don't know how eminent domain work. I always thought it was just one judge, but I have no reason to believe that Vincent isn't uh, correct. I mean, he just went through the process. Right. I just and argued, in, and, and argued in front of them. So, but, you know, whether it's somebody from. Urban Renewal, Andrew, or it's the mayor or somebody from the mayor's office. I've reached out to the it mayor's would, office for a comment. It would be nice to to hear from them. And I think the public listening right now would like to know what happened in this deal. Just well, to, let, me, let me save you some time. To be fair. We checked the mayor's schedule. Uh, he can't join you on Monday. Uh, he's got a meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday, and uh, Thursday and Friday aren't going to work. So okay. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm hopeful that uh, that it doesn't work that way and we actually get him on.